That's something that has definitely, as a postdoc, it's been a transition from being, you know, a graduate student and an undergraduate in a way um, and, and being mentored and, and kind of looking up to everyone to transitioning to, okay, some people are looking up to me now in, in, in some settings. And obviously I'm still looking up to a whole bunch of people too. So it's this transition to being in between and, and starting to turn around and, and, and share that and give back to, you know, grad students and other colleagues. And I think the part I like the most about that is, um, bridging bridging connections connecting people and being the connector between different groups of people and and different levels and different disciplines um i really enjoy that kind of that, that connection so you're listening to further together the orau podcast join michael holtz and his guests for conversations about all things orau they'll talk about orau storied history our impact on an ever-changing world our innovative scientific and technical solutions for our customers and our commitment to the communities where we do business. Welcome to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Welcome to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. The NASA National Postdoctoral Program gives scientists at any level the opportunity to help NASA pursue its mission while also experiencing the world's most diverse technology and expertise. I recently had the opportunity to talk to several NASA NPP fellows about their research, their personal stories, and what comes next in their careers. This episode features one of those conversations. I hope you'll enjoy it as much as I did. So Erica, talk about who you are, your current role with the NASA NPP Fellows Program, and tell me a little bit about your background. Yeah, so my name's Erica, and I'm a, a postdoc at Penn State University, uh, working with the Laboratory for Agnostic Biosignatures, which is a group of people spread across the US and actually internationally as well. Um, so I'm I'm currently based at Penn State, and I basically look at rocks from the ancient Earth and okay. try and figure out whether there's life inside and why why there's life inside oh cool well that's a big question right <laughs> so not only if but the why right yeah how, or how i guess you know uh, okay. why, why do we think why do we think this thing we're looking at is life gotcha and how did it get there how right? did it get there what what has it gone through in the the millions and, and sometimes billions of years in it, if its history that sounds really interesting how did you how did you get to do this work? Oh, that's a bit of a long story. So I'm originally from Australia. Um, okay. but I've been uh, in the US as a postdoc for just over a year now. Um, so I did my undergraduate and um, PhD studies in, in Sydney in Australia. And I guess going all the way back to high school, like I, I didn't necessarily know I would go to university but I really enjoyed science. I really enjoyed being outside and in the outdoors and nature. And it kind of just led me to studying environmental science. I applied, I got in, I went, well, I might as well do it. I'm in right. undergraduate. And it's just kind of, you know, I followed my nose from there, just the the curiosity and and being outside and and dealing with, you know, the natural world. That, that's kind of what's got me to where I am today. 
Just curiosity and interest. <laughs> sure. So you've always been interested in science, but didn't necessarily think that it would evolve into a career, right? Yeah, I I had no idea. I mean, I, I almost in a way still have no idea what, yeah. what a career in science would look like because everyone's paths, everyone I speak to, you know, of any career level, they've all done completely different paths to get where they are at that point. And so, yeah, I, I don't know that there's one specific way or career path or, or career as a scientist. It's it's very individual and, and yeah, and, and everyone's different. <laughs> sure, sure. How yeah. has being part of the um, NASA MPP program, how, is, how has being a fellow impacted your career? I mean, I know you, you said you've been in the program a year, but... Um, Obviously, you're doing incredible work. So how what's the impact of that been for you? It's been an amazing experience um, to be to move overseas, to live in the States, um, to have all of the, I guess, the, the ability to connect with all of these different people, NASA, NASA connections, you know, astrobiology is, is my field. So astrobiology and geobiology, connecting with all these people that I've read about, you know, I've read their work. I, I might have seen them at a conference, you know, far away, but to actually meet with these people and get to t- get talking with them and thinking about how, how my work can, you know, fit into theirs and, and, and collaborate and everything. It's, it's been amazing. <laughs> And to have the MPP, um, it's it's really allowed me to work on my own research project, which okay. is is not not super common as a as a postdoc. Um, you know, often you you join a team and and the project's already defined and the funding's already there, right. um, and you you know you have to work on this specific thing. But being able to propose my own ideas and my own research and to be able to follow you know all the nooks and crannies and and kind of have my own timeline of okay this is what I want to do and why and and have that on you know be developing over the the past year and a bit has has been awesome and. Like the, the you can't do that in you know anywhere else. So <laughs> right. yeah, basically, for sure. yeah, for sure. So <laughs> you you talked a bit about you know getting to meet and work with these people that you've read their papers, you've read their books, you know that they're superstars in science, right? What is it like um, being mentored by some of these folks and having a, a mentor research experience? It's been really great. Um, everyone I've met and, and spoken to and been in touch with, they've all been really welcoming and supportive into, you know, into the community. They've been super generous with their time, um, their advice, ideas, feedback on my work and how it can connect with, you know, other people's work. And it, I've just had a really good experience so far. Cool. It's honestly been really great. That's awesome. Um you talked about the opportunity to do basically your own research project, but I also have to imagine that there's room for collaboration um, and science is a collaborative process. So how has it been working um, in collaboration with other scientists for NASA? Uh, Something that is difficult to do from Australia. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. So um yeah, I mean it's it's 
it's been much easier to get in touch with people here when you're on the ground in the States um, and, you know, have the ability through the, the NASA postdoc program travel funds to go to, you know, the person's lab and meet with them, um, see what they're doing in person, go to conferences and connect and reconnect with people and, and, and build those connections. Um, and, and, branch out there's a, there's a whole bunch of people that I'm working with that you know I didn't I didn't know I hadn't met a year ago so sure. it's, yeah it's it's awesome <laughs> that's great um is there a time Erica that you've faced a sizable obstacle um traveling to the United States might be one of those or you know um, being in Australia and, and not reaching scientists, but is there a time that you faced a sizable ob obstacle and how did you overcome that obstacle? I know this sounds like we're doing a job interview. All of yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, all good. Um, I think probably the, the most recent one, and it's, it's an obstacle I'm still uh, facing, is trying to get your work published in the mm -hmm. scientific um you know in, in journals it's for some things that you know it gets in and you you work with the reviewers and you you improve the manuscript and it's fine and other times you you just keep get, you know you keep you gotta 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 jump over the hurdles and um you know deal with rejections and be able to come around to just keeping on and persevering and and trying to publish because that's what it's all about. It's about finding, you know, finding something cool and sharing it with people. And and the way that we do that as researchers is is one of the ways at least is through journal articles. So yeah, the obstacle has been um, you know, persevering in the the in getting things published, I think, and it's something I'm still working on. I've got a big backlog of things to to get out there. So <laughs> So you need somebody to start, right? <laughs> awesome. Um, we talked a little bit about being mentored. Have you had the opportunity to mentor other scientists? Yeah, definitely. And that's something that is definitely, as a postdoc, it's been a transition from being, you know, a graduate student and an undergraduate in a way um, and, and being mentored and, and kind of looking up to everyone to transitioning to okay, some people are looking up to me now in 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 some settings, and obviously I'm still looking up to a whole bunch of people too. So sure. it's this transition to being in between and and starting to turn around and 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 share that and give back to you know grad students and other colleagues. And I think the part I like the most about that is um, bridging bridging connections, connecting people and being mm -hmm. the connector between different groups of people and, and different levels and different disciplines. Um, I really enjoy that kind of that, that connection. So very cool. Mm. That sounds awesome. Um, what advice uh, uh, along the lines of up and coming scientists, what advice would you give to an up and coming scientist who maybe wants to follow in your footsteps or wants to, you know, in your case, find your own path. Um, what would you say? <laughs> I would say find what you're interested in, which is, is often a difficult thing to do, but follow your, your passion if you have it. And if you don't have, you know, a thing that you love yet, be curious and explore and and find something that you enjoy doing and then follow that path and and keep at it. So 
I mean, it's a, a bit, um, it's funny that, so the, the Mars rovers, the Curiosity rover and the Perseverance rover, I, I think those two words are really critical in the science, you know, that, that we do be curious and persevere. Like they really are keystones to, to what we do. So that would be my advice. <laughs> very cool. Very, very cool. Um, why would you recommend a NASA MPP fellowship to others? Two big things. Um, it takes you generally out of the realm of where you where you were and, and it, whether that's moving internationally or not, you're, you're moving labs, you're doing something um, usually entirely different. Um, and second, the ability to, to work on your own proposal, you know, the, the support that you get to just work on your own ideas um, and, and foster the, you know, foster those ideas that for sure is, is, is why I would recommend the MPP. Um, Third point, the travel funding is great. So you get to, (laughs) (laughs) you get to go to to conferences and visit, you know, labs or do field work and yeah, really make those connections, build the connections with, um, with scientists in your area. Talk more about that. So you've gotten to travel to conferences. Have you been able to present at conferences as well? And Yes, I've been busy uh, at quite a few conferences this year, um, and that's one part I really enjoy about the job as well is is presenting and sharing the work. I mentioned earlier about, you know, we communicate what we do through journal articles, but also it's it's at conferences to other mm-hmm. scientists, and that that's the point where you really find the in, the interlap between what you do and how that fits in with what everyone else does. And the cool thing there is, is you start to make connections like, oh, that, 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 you know, helps with this. That means that this equals this, or, you know, it, it really builds, builds on everyone's work by, by going to conferences and, and chatting to people and, and presenting your work. Very cool. Last question for you, Dr. Erica Barlow. What brings you joy? What brings me joy? Um, Definitely nature, which you might have gathered from my, my <laughs> earlier, earlier part of our interview. Um, I really enjoy solving puzzles of any uh-huh. kind. Um, and I think that that 100% bleeds into the science that I do. It's it's trying to solve the puzzle of like the early life on Earth, the environments they lived in. What, what information can we gather from, you know, so long ago? It's, yeah, it's definitely puzzle solving. Very cool. And figuring out how did that life exist? Yes. If it, in fact, was life. Is it life in the first place? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Um, Dr. Barlow, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. To learn more about any of the topics discussed by our experts, visit www.orau.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at ORAU and on Instagram at ORAU Together. If you like Further Together, the ORAU podcast, we would appreciate you giving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews will help more people find the podcast.